This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. P5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And welcome everyone to Magic Dog Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman on this Friday evening. The Orlando Magic for the first time in what seems like forever, uh, a one-game road trip. Not uh, packing and gone for eight days, ten days. That is coming. That is coming here on Sunday after that game against the Phoenix Suns. But a quick up and back to Memphis, Tennessee to take on the Grizzlies. And we're going to have it for you here tonight. Uh, pre-game coming up in about an hour and a half. Right here on 96.9 The Game, 7.30 pregame, 7.30 on Bally Sports Florida. The Magic visiting the Memphis Grizzlies, a, a place that has not been easy uh, for this Magic team to win. Uh, Orlando just two wins at Memphis since 2008. Two wins at Memphis since 2008. They're 2-13 and 13 in their last 15 trips to Memphis, but this is a very different-looking Memphis team. We'll have all that for you coming up after the break, and Who's in, who's out for this Orlando Magic team as they try to get back to their winning ways? They come in tonight uh, sitting 10th, in, or I'm sorry, sitting 8th in the Eastern Conference. That loss again last night by the Miami Heat, kept blown out by the Boston Celtics. Orlando now a half a game behind Miami, can tie them tonight with the win for 7th. Indiana, big win uh, against the Philadelphia 76ers. So a game and a half behind Indiana. Uh, for sixth in the Eastern Conference. And I think, Jake, as we look at it, that's kind of what this whole thing comes down to. The Magic have 38 games remaining, and basically you want to make up that game and a half. I think by the time it's all said and done, if you can get higher than sixth, great. But I think when this whole thing started, let's be in the conversation, let's be in the play-in talk, let's earn our way in maybe through the play-in. And now because you started 16-7, and seven, I, I know you've gone just 7-14 and 14 since, but you've had a myriad of injuries, hardest schedule in the NBA, all those things. That's going to soften. You're now healthy. I think the goal should be at least 6. 6 should be the, the floor for this team, and who knows what the ceiling can be, but I, I would think that that's what you're shooting for, for Orlando, the final 38 games of the season. Yeah, you're starting to see some separation, and uh, you know, of course, I've got one eye kind of over our shoulder at, at the team's creeping oh, yeah. up behind you. No Chicago, doubt, Atlanta. You never know what happens to the trade deadline. Everything could look a lot different. You even got Brooklyn and Toronto. I think certainly still in the mix. So there's 12 teams, and then I'm pretty sure we can count the uh, the bottom three: Charlotte, Washington, and Detroit um, as out of the picture, unless they they do something miraculous. And then when you look above, as you mentioned, like Indiana is uh, is two and a half games behind Cleveland. It looks like Cleveland, they're going to get healthy. They obviously, uh, even without being healthy, it made a nice run. The Knicks are red hot right now, and they look like they've already made their yes, move. Yes. So there you go. Like you've got Indiana, Miami, Orlando um, right there, that six, seven, eight mix. And Chicago is three games behind us. I think we got to obviously take care of our business, right? Um, this is going to be a big road trip and these, you know, we've been saying it for about a week or two now, this stretch before the all-star break is massive. This is when veteran yep. teams yep. start to kind of pull it together and there's so many distractions and everybody's banged up. Um, if, if you can just tread water, that's kind of what we've been saying really since the 16 and seven start. I remember getting on, 
uh, doing a radio interview, you know, after after that hot start and saying, look, it's not going to look like this, right? We're not going to win yeah, 70% right. of our games the rest of the year. But it, it, as long as you can stay clear of 500, as far as you can go, staying above 500, yeah, I think we'll that's right. comfortable with, right? That's sort of um, that's sort of the the watermark. And that's well, and maybe we get energized heading into the season. Maybe we get re-energized with the guys that are coming back that are healthy now with Franz and Markel and Wendell that haven't played uh, that heavy workload, so aren't feeling the same as everyone else that's tired and dog days of the season, right, going into the All-Star break. Maybe you get a boost in the arm, a shot in the arm from them. And then and then it eases the load on everybody else, right? Like, right, like we right. could stand a few games where, you know, and, and there's no comfortable wins in this league anymore with, with, with the three-point shot. But it'd be nice to see Paulo play a few games at 25 minutes, right? It, it, yeah, yeah, and right, 12 right. shots and not need to carry such a heavy load. Um, I'm not sure that'll necessarily happen. But you're right, like getting guys back is hopefully going to revitalize the rest of the roster and hopefully ease some of that pressure. And then, yeah, the, the bottom line is, you know, Coach Mosley needs to be able to build rotations that are sustainable and that's something that he can count on night in and night out. He still hasn't really had the opportunity to do that. So <laughs> right, right. Um, I think getting comfortable with your personnel is is ideal. And, yeah, I mean, the interim report is short tonight for us, not for Memphis. Uh, nope. and hopefully you're able to keep it that way for a while. Yeah, that's. I think that's the goal. And it's funny you mentioned looking over your shoulder because I do that too. And, and I go way over the shoulder to Brooklyn. I know you mentioned Brooklyn and Toronto, but uh, I, I think – very, very worst case, you got to get 10, right? Very, very worst case in the final 38. And that means Brooklyn can't catch you. And you're six games up on Brooklyn, right? So I think at the very, at the very, very least, you got to get in the play in. I, I think that's it, at least for Magic fans, you can look at it and say, okay, unless, and, and again, you knock on wood and anything can happen, but unless there is a colossal, colossal collapse, now if you're six games up on Brooklyn, and you're, what, seven games up on Toronto. Those are the teams that are on the outside looking in. Uh, if you can keep distance between yourself and them, you're at least going to get a play-in. Eight gets you a home scenario for the play-in where you just have to win one game and you move on. Six avoids the, the, uh, avoids the whole mess altogether. <laughs> so funny, that, those are your scenarios, right? The funny thing about Brooklyn and Atlanta is you, you don't want them to get anywhere near you because they're the ones with, with the head-to-head advantage on you, right? Like, all but that's right, too. Start, that's right, too. Tiebreakers and all that. Yes, stuff. yes. Teams, um, almost more so than anybody else, have had our number. We, we're good against Indiana, right? We're good against <laughs> <laughs> Chicago, right? Chicago's on your heels, and, and you're up 2-0 on them. That's huge. Chicago, that's a- Chicago, I'm not worried about, even though that's actually a team that probably has uh, better talent um, and and I think would be more capable of making a run. I'm really interested in, in Atlanta. Is there like is, is, does that whole thing get blown up? I mean, they're so they're so in the mix as far as these trade rumors go. Um, but if I'm but if I'm the Hawks, I'm not. I don't know. I'm I, I'm really hesitant before I before I pull the trigger on that because I I don't know. It just feels like there's no way they're going to get value right now. It's going to be interesting to see what the next couple of weeks are. Um, are like for the Atlanta Hawks. There was a feeling there, Jake, because we were just there. And, you know, when we played them before, it was in Mexico City. So kind of hard to get a real sense of, of magic, of, of Hawks fans uh, when you're down there. And then and then the other game was in Orlando. Uh, but to go to Atlanta, there was a feeling amongst Hawks fans and and even some, you know, some writers and, and people around the team that if, if they just moved on from Murray, this team might take off. And, and not in the sense that, not in the sense that that's anything wrong with Murray. It's just that 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 gets Trey back to doing what he does. That kind of put, puts everybody back into what they were doing before they added him, and that surprisingly still to everybody, it just didn't fit. Like that whole piece just didn't fit. So, I mean, I, 
addition by subtraction, you're going to add a lot more. You're At the very least, you're going to get a couple of first-round picks, but you might get a starting caliber player. So, yeah, that team could look completely different. I'm still shocked. I'm still shocked Chicago didn't blow the whole thing up, um, and they didn't. They stayed with it. They got it kind of went on a little bit of a run. They're, they're now in the, in the driver's seat for grabbing at least 9 or 10 in the Eastern Conference, right? And, and now you've got Zach Levine is rumored to Detroit, right? I mean, it, it feels like Chicago will just send him to anyone that'll take him. I mean, this is, to me, one of the best scorers in the NBA. The contract is a killer, absolute killer for any team that's taken him back, $180 million owed over the next three years after this year, right? So that's a lot for any team to take on. But uh, that team could look different, too. You know what's interesting about Chicago? You want to talk about a, a player who's balling that nobody's talking about is Kobe White. Isn't that mm-hmm. guy having mm-hmm. a heck of a month? I mean, he's a, he's up around what nineteen points a game, five assists, almost five rebounds for the season. Um, he's growing into a guy that it, that is making a guy like Levine expendable. I think they have an idea that they can get a lot more um, consistently out of Kobe White long term, and and he's sort of slid into that role. But they've got. They got some talent too. Are they going to move Patrick Williams? Like they've got, I, I'm telling you, very interesting at this point. Um, and and then of course the veterans. I wouldn't be shocked if you know Levine, obviously, but then you know DeRozan is he long uh, for that organization? Both those teams, Chicago and Atlanta, have had disappointing starts to the year, but they still have a whole lot of talent. And that's no the doubt. thing, right? Like that's that's why it's been so disappointing because heading into the season. You know, some people had them had them uh, projected for like a top four finish in the Eastern no Conference question. because of the talent that they have. That's why you beat them when you had to. You beat them when you should. You won two games in Chicago. You got two more. You win one of the next two. You win the tiebreaker uh, with them. Get your weekly dose of hoops and stay up to date on all things Magic Basketball by tuning in to Orlando Magic Podcast. From buzzer beaters to behind-the-scenes stories, Magic Podcasts have you covered on every aspect of the game, both on and off the court. Download the Orlando Magic app presented by Total by Verizon for Magic Podcasts all season long, including the one that just dropped yesterday with Goga Bataze, who'll be one of your favorite all-time Magic players once you listen to that. Uh, a lot of fun uh, having some great conversation with Goga Bataze. We're going to have our call of the game. We're going to get you the all-star starters and who's in, who's out tonight for the Magic and the Grizz when we return after this. Magic fans, get ready because the next City Night features a star-studded matchup you won't want to miss. Be at Kia Center on Sunday, January 28th, when the Orlando Magic hosts Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and the Phoenix Suns during their only visit to Orlando this season. Witness a kingdom on the rise as Anthony Black, Wendell Carter Jr., and the rest of the Magic look to protect the home court against the Suns. Secure your tickets today for this big-time City Night at OrlandoMagic.com. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance. Maybe decibels. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. No matter where you are for tip-off, you're going to see a lot of this play. The game is on. Just outstanding. Good for three. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Oh, my goodness. Be here for the excitement. Off the charts. The thrills. Slams it in. The rivalries. Put that on your highlight reel, young fellow. young fellow. Be here for the moments that shape our season. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Great game, guys. Now listen up. 
In business, to have a winning streak, you need a dependable partner by your side. A lasting relationship where business needs meet personal solutions and expectations are always exceeded. When it comes to agility and performance, City National Bank, the official bank of the Orlando Magic, has the playbook to help you take your best shot. Visit citynational.com for more information. City National Bank is member FDIC. Great dishes begin with top-quality ingredients. Goya offers a wide variety of products from rice, beans, masarepa, and seasonings to olives and olive oil, even low-sodium and organic items to stock your pantry with a solid lineup of go-to ingredients. With Goya on your team, your signature dishes are always a slam dunk. For inspiration and recipes, visit Goya.com. And remember, if it's Goya, it has to be good. Goya is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. After catching a Magic game, you want to go home and relax, not go grocery shopping. Kroger Delivery makes grocery shopping simple and convenient. Order at Kroger.com or on the Kroger app, and our friendly, uniformed associates will deliver fresh, affordable food, household items, and even frozen snacks in refrigerated trucks straight to your front door. Now save $15 off your first three deliveries. Kroger Delivery is a proud sponsor of the Orlando Magic. Try us today. Today, we have two very special guests on our program, introducing Lem hey. and Lime. Hello. For Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Thanks for having us. What is Starry Lemon Lime Soda? It's a crisp, clear burst of lemon lime flavor, and it's caffeine-free. Between us, one of you must be a little more important to Starry than the other. Who is it? We're both important. So we could just as easily be Starry Lime Lemon Soda. No, that doesn't sound right. Oh, I like it. So you saying hip-hop could be hop-hip. Works for me. Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Starry hits different. It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dunks. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Orlando Magic. This is Jalen Suggs of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game. And welcome back, everyone, to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli and Jake Chapman here with you. The Magic are back at it here tonight. They're going to visit the Memphis Grizzlies. It's been mighty nice having a couple of days off without basketball, and, and I know if I'm feeling that way and Jake is feeling that way, then Paolo Bancaro is feeling that one. <laughs> the big load uh, that he's had to shoulder for this Orlando Magic team. So three nights off, and they're back at it tonight. 7.30, right here on 96.9 The Game. The Magic visit the Grizzlies, 7.30 on Bally Sports, Florida. Let's get you our call of the game. It's brought to you by Glip from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit glip.com to learn more. My call of the game is Paolo Bancaro is going to be an all-star, Jake. That, that is my feeling. And I'll tell you why here in a second. The All-Star starters were revealed last night. The All-Star reserves will be announced next Thursday on TNT. So that's February 1st. You'll get the starters, but first we begin, you'll get the reserves. But first, let's begin with the starters. Eastern Conference, no surprise to anybody. Giannis Adetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, what about Tyrese Halliburton? I, I think we all knew that was coming. He, he was uh, firmly cemented as a starter, but what a last couple years it's been for Tyrese. 
And Damian Lillard, you know, if you're going to talk about anybody, you know, maybe I, I probably would like to see Jalen Brown in there, best team in the NBA, uh, instead of Damian Lillard. But that fan vote is heavily weighted, 50%. And they got Damian Lillard in there. So before we go to the West, Jake, your thoughts on that Eastern Conference starters? Yeah, I think um, I think I think Maxi and Brunson both had pretty good arguments. Lillard yes. is, and, and of course Jalen Brown. Um, I any of those spots, the front court was was absolutely set, and you had to get Halliburton in there. And I think it's important for Halliburton because if you think about all that crap with Wally Zerbiak, and it just seems like yeah. everybody for whatever reason wants to take shots at Tyrese Halliburton. And I'm sitting there going, okay, not only is he having you know one of the top five seasons of any player, you know, in the first <laughs> half, um, right. for sure. Like he he's a good dude, and he's yes. And he's got the entire organization on his shoulders, and he's just carrying them. The Pacers have been one of the best stories first half of the season. You and I could get on, and we and we talk about if the Siakam trade is going to work, and can they win in the postseason without defending? That's all well and good. Tyrese Halliburton and the Indiana Pacers. We talk about surpassing expectations. Oh yeah, he thought that they would be this good, or certainly this efficient offensively. So um, that one was a slam dunk. Lillard, I could make an argument. Lillard shouldn't even be an, be an all-star. I, 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 that's what I, that's what I'm thinking. It, and it's a popularity contest and name alone, and he gets in there. But, uh, you, you know, I, I'm with you. And I, and I say so Jalen. guys. I say Jalen Brown because I think the bet. I, I just will always think the best t- the team with the best record going into the all-star break should have two starters. That That's just how I feel. Uh, so regardless of whether Brown deserves it over Jalen Brunson or Tyrese Maxey, we can certainly debate that. But. But you it take should the not boy be out of Woburn, but you can't take the Woburn out of the boy. <laughs> That's right, but you can't. <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense, but I like it. But I like it. But you can't have, to me, you can't have Damian Lillard as one of your stars. I don't think the Bucks should get two, uh, in my opinion. And for the Western Conference, Jake, this team is just stacked. I mean, look at this. I mean, in the annals of NBA history, I mean, this is pretty darn good starting five. LeBron James, who now has surpassed uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar for his 20th All-Star selection, and he's probably got two more in him by the time it's all said and done, right? And and maybe with or without his son. Who knows? LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, Kevin Durant, Luka Doncic, and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. How about that five? Before I get into my hollow take. That's absolutely incredible. You you have a guy who's, uh, you know, an argument for the GOAT. You got a guy who's argument for the GOAT scorer of all time. You got a guy who's the current GOAT. Luca and then Shea Gilgis Alexander is probably in the top two or three as far as the MVP goes. That is a pretty remarkable starting five and perfect. I think I, I I would not have you know if you want to talk about the numbers, LeBron fine, but as long as LeBron is as good as he is right now, he should be an All Star starter no matter what. No. He probably should until he retires to be honest. Absolutely, and this year will be East versus West, correct? So I know they've got captains and all that, and uh, but but it's it, it's East versus West this year, and that, that's the format. So I think that so that's cool. That'll make it fun, and maybe they'll incentivize it. That's the thing you got to fix. You have to figure out a way to make that game slightly competitive or, or just even slightly enjoyable to watch. It doesn't have to be competitive, but it's got to be slightly entertaining and slightly enjoyable to watch because they, they'll be the first ones to tell you they've struggled with getting eyeballs uh, on the All-Star game, and hopefully they can find a way to do that. So those are your starters. Again, the, re- the reserves will be revealed next Thursday on TNT and I fully expect to hear Paolo Bancaro's name on that, Jake, for the f- simple fact that the entire TNT crew last night uh, revealed their ballot, who they cast. And, and remember, it's weighted, right? It's it's media, it's coaches, it's players, right, that all vote for the reserves here. So it's uh, it's weighted between those three. And the players have Paolo Bancaro ranked fourth. 
the player rank for Paulo Banquero was fourth, and I think that is huge. So he's already been acknowledged amongst his peers. So now you have players out there on the floor that have been torched by Paulo uh, that have cast their vote for him. And granted, there were three for Thanasis Zadetokounmpo to be a starter. So I, I think the player vote has to go away. <laughs> but the overwhelming majority is, is Paulo is fourth. Then the TNT crew, they all had Paulo on their ballot. Every one of them, Shaq, uh, um, Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, uh, Ernie Johnson, they all had Paulo Bancaro, which I thought was very encouraging. Um, so, and then it comes down to the coaches, and we don't know what the coaches uh, are going to vote. But if 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 anybody understands the value of Paulo Bancaro, it's every coach that's had to game plan against the Orlando Magic. So, to me, in my opinion, that's a lock. I think you start with the coaches. I, I think the only the only issue or gray area you might have had if you're Paulo is is media who look at record. This team's got to be top six, top five, or whatever it may be to have a representative. Uh, but the media looks like it are, are, are kind of favoring Paolo. The players overwhelmingly side with Paolo. I think he's going to make it to the All-Star game, and I think that's going to be – I think we'll see his name when the list is revealed next week. Yeah, I hope so. You know, I, I've been I, I've been crunching the numbers and going through and saying, okay, well, if he's in, then who's out? And there, you know, the, there always is, and there is going to be one or two names that is going to be a pretty – uh, egregious snub this sure, year, sure. and and you just hope that you know we're going back to that sixteen and seven start. We've been riding that. We've been riding that. Oh, nice. And of course, when Franz went down, I think Paulo made a, a very even more so compelling argument um, for for his All Star status, just because all the numbers went up and he was able to keep this team treading water really by himself at that point. Um, and so I think you're right. I think the I do think there's there's value to the Magic need to be need to have one in because they started sixteen Correct. and seven. They're still, um, you know, surpassing expectations based on what we thought at the beginning of the season. So I'm pretty confident. I think the end. I think the media uh, will turn out. I think the coaches are 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 really going to be what gets Correct. it because the coaches always want to reward that team, a, a team like us. Um, I think they'll they'll be cons- concerned with the fact that we need to get one guy in, and I think they'll recognize the fact that Paulo is at the top of all their scouting reports. Yeah, I well said, and I think he'll get that opportunity. I think he'll get that nod. And listen, his numbers, right, 22, 7, 4, almost 9, almost 5 assists, uh, one of nine players. So one of nine players in the entire NBA, not one of nine in the East. That would So if you just go by numbers, uh, he's in for, for sure. Real quick, uh, a lightning quick look at the uh, injury report brought to you by Advent Health, official team positions of the Orlando Magic. For Orlando, it's just Gary Harris, right, calf strain. And then you have Kevon Harris and Jet Howard, G League assignment, and for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, I mean, it is a veritable who's who. Uh, they are by far the leaders in games lost to injury or illness. Uh, over Almost 230, that's 50 more than the second-place team. And it's names like Steven Adams, it's John Morant, it's Marcus Smart, it's Desmond Bain, Brandon Clark, Derek Rose, all out, and then a host of others. Uh, Santi Aldama is questionable. If he does not go, that's nine available players. For the Memphis Grizzlies here tonight, and it's guys like Vince Williams Jr., right, who was a who was a a, a draft pick last year for Memphis. Guys like G.G. Jackson, uh, not household names, but still a team that's won two in a row and four and a half back from a playoff spot without all of those names. So remarkable how they've held it down. That'll do it for this edition of Magic Drive Time. The Magic and the Grizzlies, seven thirty, right here, ninety six nine. The game.